has been one of the earliest issuers of coins in the world and has been known for its sheer diversity in terms of minting techniques, motifs, sizes, shapes and metals used. The coinage of India began anywhere between early 1st millennium BCE to the 6th century BCE. The zeal for the discovery and decipherment of new coins continued among the scholars in India. Prehistoric and Bronze Age Before the introduction of coins, buying or selling of products was done through the barter system. In the Indian context, no significant evidence is found to conclude that people in Stone Age used currency or they conducted exchange in barter. The Indus Valley civilization seems to have conducted an extensive trade on a wide network and used metals like silver of fixed weight for trade and merchantile activities which is evident from the seals found in Mohenjo-daro. Coins in the Vedic period the Rigveda has references to Nishk, that is gold, and Nishk grieve, ornaments of gold, but it is not sure if these could be understood as coins. Panini used the term Rupa to mean a piece of precious metal, typically silver, used as a coin, and a Rupia to mean a stamped piece of metal, a coin in the modern sense. Coinage during Janpats the first Indian coins, Panchmark coins called Panas or Krishpanas or Pana were minted in the 6th century BC by the Mahajanpats of ancient India. These coins had geometrical designs and natural objects such as sun, moon or trees. Basic units of coins, Gunjberi black seeds. It was in the context of the emergence of states, urbanization and riding trade activities. The kingdoms that minted their own coins included Gandhar, Kontal, Kuru, Panchal, Magadh, Shakya, Surasen, and Surashtra, etc. Panchmark coins. The term Panchmark coins generally refers to early Indian coins largely silver with few copper coins as well of different shapes, size, weights and have one or more symbols punched on them. Issued initially by merchant guilds and later by states, the coins represented a trade currency. They are broadly classified into two periods. The first period attributed to the Janpads or small local states and the second period attributed to the imperial Mauryan state. The motifs found on these coins were mostly drawn from nature like the sun, various animal motifs, trees, hills, etc. and some were geometrical symbols which were hammered using punches and dies. The punch mark coin series can be further divided into four categories. The Takshira Gandhar type, the Koshal type, the Avanti type and the Magadan type. The Mauryan Empire coins were punch mark coins with the royal standard to ascertain their authenticity. They had established a large empire in north and northwest region of India and their coins bore images of deity and rulers during the era, giving us insights into socio-cultural norms during the period. Coinage by the Indo-Greeks The Indo-Greeks brought the technique of minting coins by double dice in India. They were usually round and in silver. They bear the name and portrait of the issuing ruler on the obverse. The Indo-Greeks issued bilingual and bi-script coins. The names of the issuer appears on the obverse in Greek and on the reverse in the Prakrit language, usually in the Kharoshthi script and rarely in Brahmi. 
every coin has some mark of authority in it the indo-greek system of coinage becomes significant because the minting was executed in a more refined manner it is interesting to know that nearly 30 rulers were known through their coins as the subcontinent experienced for the first time the coinage with names and portraits of the ruling authorities engraved on them it shows silver coins of Demetrius, the language on these coins was Prakrit, inscribed mostly in Kharushthi script. Ancient Dynastic Coins Many dynasties ruled over India and each of them introduced their coins which depicted their culture and beliefs. These coins are generally placed between the 2nd century BC and 2nd century AD. Kushan Coins The Kushanas from 1st century to 4th century contemporary era were the first dynasty in the subcontinent that issued a large number of gold coins. The Kushana coins were circulated widely and portrayed the Kushan ruler in his full regalian glory. The wide distribution of Kushana coins suggests trading activities and the presence of ship motives on Satwahan coinage reflects the importance of maritime trade. The inscribed figures of rulers, deities and legends give us an insight into social and political aspects of various kingdoms. Attributed to Veen Kadphasis, depicted iconographic forms were drawn from Greek, Mesopotamian, Terrestrian and Indian mythology. Major Indian deities portrayed were Shiva, Buddha and Kartike. Gupta coins were influenced by Kushan gold coins. The Gupta Empire produced large number of gold coins depicting the Gupta kings performing various rituals. Gupta coinage that is from 4th to 6th centuries AD depicts the king on the obverse and a deity on the reverse. The deities were Indian and the legends were in Brahmi. The earliest Gupta coins are attributed to Samudragupta, Chandragupta II and Kumargupta and their coins often commemorate dynastic succession as well as significant socio-political events like marriage alliances, the horse sacrifice, etc. King and Queen type of coin of Chandragupta I, Ashmed type coins, etc. or for that matter artistic and personal accomplishments of royal members like lyricists, archer, loinslayer, etc. There were seven different varieties of coins that appeared during this reign. Out of them, the archer type is the most common and characteristic type of the Gupta dynasty coins and was a standard type in the kingdom. The imperial Guptas issued well-minted and well-executed gold coins, die struck and various impressive legends in Sanskrit. These coins, also known as dinars, were mostly found in North India. Post-Gupta South Indian coinage the symbols and motifs on South Indian coin issues were confined to dynastic crests such as the boar for Chalukyas, bull for Pallavas, tiger for Cholas, fish for Pandya and Alupas, bow and arrow for Cheras, the lion for Hoslas and that way. The Yadavs of Devgiri issued punch matrankas with an eight-petaled lotus on the obverse and a blank reverse. Coin legends refer to names or titles of the issuer in local scripts and languages. Decorative features are rare and divinities are almost absent till the medieval Vijayanagar period that is 14th to 16th century AD. The main features of these coins included the bust of the ruling sovereign in a simplified geometric style on the obverse and a motif like a fire altar on the reverse.
coinage by the imperial cholas the coinage of the imperial cholas bore resemblance to the south indian dynasty coins the chola coins exhibited a tiger crest they also suggested political developments the emblems like fish and bow which belonged to the pandyas and cheras suggested a political conquest of these political powers and also the idea of coexistence rajput kingdoms from 900 to 1400 contemporary era the coins of various rajput princes were usually of gold copper or bullion very rarely silver these coins had the familiar goddess of wealth lakshmi on the obverse in these coins the goddess was shown with four arms than the usual two arms of the gupta coins the rivers carried the nagri legend the seated bull and horseman were almost invariable devices on rajput copper and bullion coins ahom kingdom the earliest coins from the ahom kingdom date from the 15th century from the reign of supatpha gandhar simha the coins are of octagonal shape with assamese legends dated from shak era written on both sides in scripts ranging from ahom script in the early coins to eastern nagari on coins from 16th century maratha empire the marathas became powerful under leadership of chhatrapati maharaj shivaji who ascended to throne in 1674 They became very powerful and controlled vast territory of the Indian subcontinent by the early 18th century. The Marathas used Shivrai coins. The obverse of the coin had the inscription Shri Raja Shiv in Devanagari. The reverse of the coin had Chhatrapati in Devanagari. The coins were issued in copper for the masses. Very few gold coins known as Shivrai horn were also issued. Shivrai was a copper coin minted during the rule of Marathas and remained in circulation till the end of the 19th century primarily in the Bombay presidency region. Hence coins are an important source of history as they suggest important historical processes. Not only the monetary situation but broader questions related to economy, social, cultural and polity, philosophies, ideologies attributed can be answered through numismatics. Dated or undated coins found in archaeological excavations often help date the layers of time their contributions in reconstruction of the past made it more thought provoking and was full of possibilities for further work in ancient indian numismatics if you want to know about any other topic please leave it in the comment box so that i can come back with it if you have liked the video please like share and subscribe thank you